0: Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, on whtc.com, and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Friday, February 16th. It is the third Friday of the month. Which means at this time... It's time for Clerk's Corner with Allegan County Clerk and Register of Deeds, Bob Janetsky. We talk a little hockey, we talk a lot of elections and other things as well. Bob's on the other side of our table this morning. Good morning, sir.
1: Good morning, Gary. It's great to be back on Talk of the Town. If
0: you got a question for Bob, he'll be happy to answer it at 616 616- 395-1450, 616-395-1450. Well, Bob, uh, first of all, do want to talk a little hockey before we talk elections. And uh, not so much last night, but a couple of nights before. It's, it was a scene from, I hate to say, 40 years ago. 40 years ago when Gretzky and company were running rampant in Edmonton and they treated the Red Wings like they did. Connor McDavid did on Tuesday night, eight, four. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, uh, 40 years. Incredibly talented player there. And, uh, <laughs> uh, boy, I, when you mentioned those, uh, iconic, it's funny. I was just talking to my chiropractor about, uh, the Gretzky area. And he said, you know, he wasn't the only good one on that team. I said, well, yeah, even their third line center was really competitive. And, his Second line center being Messier, you had Paul Coffey, you had uh, you know, Essatiki, Yari and Curry, Yari Curry, who put up phenomenal numbers. <laughs> I, without you know, without Gretzky's numbers, uh, Curry's numbers would have been among the tops in the league. So, uh, boy, I didn't realize Kevin it. Lowe, it, that Kevin Lowe, who went on to win another cup with the Rangers. I, yep. I grabbed
0: between the pipes. Graham Andy, Fuhrer, Andy, Moog, was Andy his Moog
1: was the backup, and he went on to do great things in Boston. So... incredible talent there. Um, uh, who's the other defenseman I'm thinking of that, uh, ended up with the Blackhawks. I, uh, the one who passed it off the skate and in. So the Calgary won, and then he got the cup from Gretzky the following year. Yeah. I I know you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, But, uh, Smith, Steve Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some phenomenal players up and down that roster and, uh, Edmonton's been blessed to have some, and then they have McDavid now,
0: Uh, uh, um, Who's the other big guy they got now?
1: Dreisaitl? Yeah. 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 You know. You know.
0: And, and you know, they're saying, win it now or heads will roll, and the first being Ken (laughs) Howens.
1: Well, and they know what that's like up there because you can go, you can have talent and then go for years without talent, so they Mm -hmm. know you got to make it count when you've got it.
0: Yep. Uh, Red Wings, a little bit of a, 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 man, go, Barnstorming through North in Western Western Canada has never been fun. No,
1: never I, been fun. No, and not just that, but you know, there if playoffs were held today, they'd have what the eighth seed yeah. in the Eastern Conference. So, you're gaining points if you win out there, um, but you're not necessarily taking points away from an Eastern Conference opponent. And um, you know, I, I wondered last night. I went to bed. It was two nothing. I checked the score this morning of that. Four one. Yeah, four one was the final. Um, but I had to wonder if that fate wasn't sealed when uh, Jake Hallman did his little mm. dance after the shootout yeah. shot la- uh, well, last week.
0: <laughs> yeah, but keep in mind, you know, it's a, was, it was a nice victory for the Wings uh, coming back uh, after the uh, week off. Uh, Blackhawks also 4-1 loser. They hope to get of Bernard in soon. <sighs> but Sid Crosby, I still call it, we still, he still called Sid the kid. Sid the
1: kid. He's not a kid anymore. He's but not he- a kid,
0: but he got two last night. Yeah.
1: Oble. Yeah, no, nah, the, the the Hawks are going to be in last place for a
0: while. <laughs> well, they got Bedard. At least they have a building block. They have a superstar, which I can't say we have one with us right now. Maybe to bring it eventually, but not right now. Let's talk a little elections. And if you got a question about elections and other matters involving Allegan County's Clerk and Register of Deeds office, the clerk is in. Bob Janetsky, 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450.
1: Two important things, if I can, Gary, again. Today, if you are holding on to a presidential primary ballot um, that you ordered uh, through an absentee uh, request and you had actually marked that ballot and then your candidate dropped out, today is the last day to uh, spoil that ballot with the local clerk and get a new ballot uh, a new absentee ballot that uh, is up until 5 p.m. today. So if there's anybody at home in that situation, today is the last day to spoil uh, an absentee ballot for the presidential. Uh, again, you, you would still need to declare a, a, a Republican or a Democratic ballot, which has a lot of people sitting this out, and, and that's okay.
0: I'm raising my hand because I'm sitting it out, and I've discussed it with Bob. I've yep. discussed it with uh, 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 Justin uh, Roebuck over in Ottawa County. I'm just not very pleased that you got to put a phone number and an email to be put yourself in line for fun, phone calls and fun text messages and fun emails from the democratic and Republican committees asking you, please send us money or make sure that you don't like Carissa. uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) But anyway, uh, it's interesting as we get to the early voting period that begins on Saturday, 15 months after voters approved Proposal 2. Let's see what fiasco comes out. It should work. The Secretary of State is very confident that it's going to work, but the first one usually you have to get a lot of the kinks out.
1: But it should work, but we got an email (laughs) from the state yesterday encouraging all of our local clerks to have a paper voting list uh, next to the uh, new e-poll book computer just in case, which always makes you a little nervous that, that they uh, um, revalidate the paper list needs to be ready.
0: Question is though um, more, and then we'll get to a call. Uh, the thing is though, in this era of abundance or overabundance of caution, could this be a, like a case of, we want to make sure that we don't have any issues. So it's an oh, in yeah, overabundance yeah. Of caution. You, you, you
1: always want to do have an overabundance of caution reports I'm getting from clerks throughout Allegan County is that there have been a lot of struggles they are having uh, with the um, with the, the new setup and the new aspect of the um, of the electronic poll book, which is that that's the laptop computer that's there when you go to vote with the most recent list of voters um, in the past, uh, on Election Day, that computer has always not been connected to the Internet. Uh, with the new provision for early in-person voting, the state was directed to create uh, an online uh, e-poll book that's connected to the Internet uh, all day while early voting is going on. So there are going to be some issues with that.
0: Let's get to a call, 616-395-1450. Good morning, you're on Talk at the Town Roller with uh, Bob Janetsky. Yeah, I, uh, you're, I heard Gary say a couple times about, you know, the email and the, and the uh, phone number and, you know, being contacted. I have never been contacted by a political person ever. And I voted, uh, you know, I always vote uh, and I've not donated. So I think that's part of it. So they don't have my phone number, which I'm totally fine with. But I don't. I don't feel uh, insecure knowing that my phone number and email is there from the voting, uh, you know, from the um, the Ottawa County. Maybe it's different in Allegan. Maybe maybe you guys have it on an open forum. Anybody can see it. Or, uh, but I know Gary's Ottawa County as well. So, I, I'm any any comment on that, Bob? Yeah.
1: I, I first of all, I really appreciate the question because I love the opportunity to talk about this. I encourage anyone and everyone to withhold your phone number and email on any uh, voter registration form on any um, uh, al- absentee ballot request form, you're not required to give those in order to get the ballot. You're required to give your registration address and your signature um, a- in most cases. So, But in this presidential, in this, in the primary. presidential primary case, they are, are are asking for both your email and your phone number so that they can guarantee to get you that Republican or Democratic ballot uh, that you are, will be requesting.
0: And not only that, but then that's public record. That's public
1: they... record, yep. And as soon as that becomes public record, practical political consultants out of East Lansing puts you on a list, and people will, will be calling you, robo-calling you, um, asking how you're going to vote, asking if you're going to donate money, if you will donate money. I, again, I as particularly for younger people who are just used to giving out their email addresses and phone numbers on everything, I, I if there is a way to withhold that from um, from a voter registration certificate or something like that, I, I encourage them to do so um, because as soon as people get a hold of it, it, it's out there forever. And not political parties, political activists, groups will will have it, and they will contact you on a regular basis. And I, I, my emails are so flooded; it's really a challenge. My my private emails to to get through the real stuff with all this stuff buried on it.
0: I appreciate the call. Thank you. 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450 with Halligan County Clerk and Register of Deeds, Bob Janetsky. I have a story on the webpage at whtc.com, previewing the start of the early election voting period for the presidential preference primary. Uh, The primary itself is the 27th, but the nine-day window begins tomorrow. Ottawa County has four areas where people can cast early ballots in person, but Allegan County is a little bit different. And I will, so that Bob doesn't have to go through the entire list. I will say this. I did put a link to the document that Bob has on his web, uh, on the Allegan County website as to where, when you can vote early in Allegan County.
1: Appreciate that. Again, uh, early in-person voting starts tomorrow. Every voter in Allegan County will have that opportunity to vote uh, early and in-person. In most Allegan County jurisdictions, the location is the same place you've always voted on Election Day with only uh, basically three exceptions. The city of Saugatuck and Saugatuck Township have combined, uh, whereby those voters will go to the Saugatuck Township Hall to vote. Uh, for hours, check Sagatok Township's website. Um, and the,
0: the document that you have
1: put up on the... And the open. document on the Allegan County website. You can go to either place. Uh, for voters um, who are in Ganges Township, Manlius Township, Clyde Township, or Lee Township, you can all vote in person at Fenville City Hall. They'll be hosting all those voters. Uh, and again, those hours for that location will be on our website... And voters from Monterey Township would vote in Hopkins. Yep, and those are the 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 hubs Uh, for any of the hours uh, at any of the locations throughout Allegan Allegan County. You can go to AlleganCounty.org/backslash/elections,
0: and they'll have that. Let's get to a call. Good morning. You're on the line with Bob Janetsky. Hey, hi, Bob. Hey, I, for one, believe that one way to ensure voter integrity and uh, honesty in our elections is to go to a paper ballot system, vote one day, vote in person. You need to show government-issued photo ID, but that means I'm totally against this early voting. But here's my question. What happens if I vote early and then my candidate changes? Do I get to do a redo on my vote?
1: Um, not once that, remember, if you vote early in person, you have cast that ballot and put it into the machine already, and there's no way to retrieve a ballot once it's been counted by the machine.
0: So what we really have here is a system that's going to be kind of wonky in a way, because suppose that for health reasons, the person I'm voting for has to withdraw from the race, and they put another candidate on the ballot. I guess I'm out of business, huh? well let me let me add to that and then you can you guys can wait out with me on this for the most part in that situation once the ballot is printed the candidates are locked in
1: the candidates are locked in but as, as the gentleman uh, mentioned if the candidate should pass away or become incapacitated then the the party who 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 owns that basically has that spot on the ballot would replace the individual okay
0: Appreciate the call. Thank you. 616 395 But in a primary, there's a number of candidates.
1: Yeah, in a primary, there are a number of candidates. Again, today is the last day uh, that someone who has voted absentee can spoil that ballot by contacting their local clerk. They have up until 5 p.m. Uh, to turn in and spoil their old ballot. Let's say if they, um, you know, voted for uh, Ron DeSantis, who dropped out of the race in Michigan and they won would like to change their votes either Nikki Haley or Donald Trump. Uh, they have up until 5 p.m. to do that today by, again, spoiling their old ballot with the local clerk, uh, requesting a new AV ballot, and then they could uh, cast that.
0: Out on the other side, there's, I believe, a couple of Democratic candidates that are on the ballot or are now pulled out, too.
1: Oh, I, I wasn't aware of that. Thank you for letting me. Yeah. Uh, so, Mary, Marion Merriam- webster uh, uh, Dean. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm not certain but I know that one, one had pulled out last okay. week. Okay. So there are both ways. You
1: know. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It goes, goes both <laughs> that, ways. No. Well, and, and if you think about that, uh, Gary, I, I, people don't remember this, but back in 2020 when, uh, when Biden emerged from the primary, that started out with about 13 Democratic candidates on that ballot. And in um Sagatuck Township, we had one man who voted as early as he could each time and then his candidate would drop out, so he'd need to go to the clerk, spoil that ballot, get a new one. He ended up changing his uh, his candidate and spoiling his ballot on about five different occasions before he finally got locked in with a candidate that went through to the end.
0: Yeah, Dean Phillips and Marianne Williamson are the other two that are on the listed on the ballot. But, of course, and our friends in Dearborn are pushing this on the Democratic side, uncommitted.
1: Yeah, yep. <laughs> offers you an opportunity for whatever might occur at, at that Democratic convention.
0: Uh, now that's on, is it on both sides. Or that is, it? is
1: on the Republican ballot okay. as well. All yep. Right.
0: So if you're not happy with, uh, you know, what's available to you, uh, you can't write in though. Or can
1: you, you write in? You can, but it's not going to count. Nobody's <laughs> going to see that write-in vote. Okay, so you can't even do a symbolic write-in. <laughs> you may you may write that. If that makes you feel good, you may do that. but And the oval will count as a write-in, but the actual um, individual that you write down will not give even that Even if vote. it's a
0: legitimate possibility like a Gretchen Whitmer.
1: That's correct. Unless she were to file as a legitimate write-in candidate. Well, her, uh, as per Michigan election law, she could not be credited with that vote.
0: Okay, just wanted to clarify. Yeah, it. no,
1: this is good. I appreciate These are good questions, and, and these are things you think about as people are dropping in the race, dropping out of the race, talking about getting into the race. We'd like to talk briefly. Again, we did say, Gary, you know, there are a lot of people out there that don't want to say, hey, give me, a, I, give me a Democratic ballot or give me a Republican ballot. They don't want to verbalize that. They don't want to cross that. But we do throughout Allegan County, have some nonpartisan issues that are on the ballot Again, city of Fenville has a a proposal that voters are going to want to look at relative to the safety millage renewal Monterey township uh, has a proposal for a a road millage Uh, Glen public schools. So voters in Ganges township that are in Glen public school district uh, get to uh, renew a proposal there Uh, and South Haven public schools have their uh, operating millage on the ballot. So if you have no interest in in declaring yourself a Democrat or Republican for the pre- purposes of the presidential primary, but you are interested in voting on a millage in your area, you can get a nonpartisan ballot to vote on one of those millages.
0: Good thing to know. And in those situations, please vote. Yeah. Because you're not. They aren't going to ask you for extra information. Uh, other than what normally would be available in all elections.
1: That is correct. Bob,
0: you got a story about a deed and dealing with matrimony.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, we had a, a neat call to the office yesterday, Gary. First of all, you know, I love being Allegan County Clerk. I'm so blessed uh, to engage in, in just the relationships that I've had since I first knocked on a lot of these people's doors since uh, 2008. I had a gentleman call yesterday, and he said, Hey, Bob, I got married. I said, Hey, that's great. He said, Yeah, but now I need to know how to put my wife on the deed to my property. I said, Well, that's easy. We can help you. Um, and there are a couple of things people want to do who are in this situation. Um you may you may want to engage an attorney or a title company. It's something that you can do yourself, but make sure that you're you're very good at, at documents and creating them and and following uh, legal standards to do so, um, it, because you're going to want to record this document to to make sure that that is uh, in fact recognized as public. And, and what that individual wants to do is create a quit claim deed and quit claim the property from himself to him and his wife. All right. So if you're out there and you're in that situation or uh, it's interesting, sometimes we meet couples, Gary, and they've gone two or three years down the line, down the line, they're thinking, Oh, wow, we should have done that. <laughs> um, and, and, but that's the process. Uh, it's typically quick and easy. I, I personally would, uh, would use an attorney, but we have a lot of people who create their own documents. And, and as long as it follows the state standards, uh, relative to font and original signature and, uh, notarized and stuff like that, uh, we we record that, and then it becomes public.
0: Yep. Solves a problem, and you never know when you're going to have to have that uh, problem solved. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly.
0: All right, I need to get your comments about a story, not a story, but an email I have received from our friends at the U.S. Taxpayers Party of Michigan. It was sent, uh, I want to say, 11 days ago. A resolution opposing the use of Dominion Voting machines, which
1: Allegan County County has Dominion voting machines. That's Uh,
0: I'm not going to read the entire resolution. Don't have time. Yeah, but I will say, be it resolved that the U.S. taxpayers party of Michigan opposes the use of all electronic counting machines and software, including Dominion voting machines in any future elections And demands the return of free and fair elections, where the counting and recording of votes are conducted through secure, transparent, and audible methods, ensuring that all citizens can exercise their right to vote without any undue influence or interference, and will actively advocate for and support initiatives that promote the adoption of secure, transparent, and audible electoral practices. In order to restore faith in the democratic process the beginnings of our republic, to ensure the integrity of the elections— Basically, they oppose the use of Dominion voting machines. They oppose the use of all electronic voting machines.
1: State law says that elections have to be conducted in Michigan via OptiScan machine that will read that bubble uh, uh, via machine and and report those totals, Um, and we will comply with state law. Um, I I, I saw the resolution just as you did, um, and I understand that, that they have some concerns and issues. I will let you know Dominion is not my favorite company in the world, Uh, Relative to the Dominion tabulators that we have in Allegan County uh, and have been using the last uh, couple of years since, I guess, 2017, we feel really good about them uh, in the sense that, uh, and I brought this up before on this very show, Gary, Uh, in 2022, uh, we recounted 14,000 ballots by hand. with with the naked eye viewing every one of those votes. Uh, Several of those were for the statewide recount for Proposal 2 and Proposal 3. Some of the others were for either smaller recounts or hand audits conducted by my office, some mandated by the state, some my office chose to do on their own. Um, Remember, there was one uh, precinct that couldn't be recounted for the Proposal 2, Proposal 3, and we committed to the people who showed up to that recount that we would perform a recount of that during an audit, even though it couldn't be recounted there. Of those 22,000 ballots, do you know how many votes changed hands?
0: I think you said two. It was one. Okay.
1: One vote. I'm sorry. One, one vote changed hands out of 14,000 ballots. We feel really good about that number. And just a little more information about that one vote that changed hands. um, It wasn't even a swing from a yes vote to a no vote or from a democratic vote to a Republican vote it was uh, a vote that that the person didn't color the oval in dark enough, so the machine didn't read it. So nobody lost a vote, um, and somebody gained a vote in that sense. So we feel really good about it. If there's anyone in Allegan County who sees something that they're concerned about and they feel that that their um, jurisdiction needs to be audited with a hand count after the election, we always conduct audits, um, they're randomly drawn by the state, but if somebody sees something they're worried about and they feel are, that the Dominion uh, tabulator machine in their jurisdiction is cheating or not doing the job, I am thrilled to do a post-election audit on that area. I'd need you to write me and put your name to it and tell me what you're concerned about. Um, but everybody who asked last time around, we audited those jurisdictions and they're included in those in those 14,000 ballots.
0: If you want more information about what's going on in the Allegan County Clerk and Register of Deeds office, best way to do it, Go through the website, AlleganCounty.org. There is a link there to county clerk and also county register of deeds. Bob Janetsky, as always, thank you very much for your time and telling us a little bit about this upcoming presidential preference primary. And if all goes well, we'll do this again next month. Thank you, sir.
1: See you next month. Take care.
0: Thank you very much, Bob Janetsky on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. CBS News is next, followed by WHTC News. Bottom of the hour, the WHTC Midday Report on 99.7 and 14.50 WHTC.